2: We are in the middle of a stupidity epidemic. it makes for good talk radio anyway, but forget the measles vaccination. How about one for stupidity? It's everywhere, and uh, what we're going to focus on right here at my favorite for right now anyway is the stupidity in New York and Philadelphia about Kate Smith. The Yankees decided to stop playing her rendition of God Bless America at their games because somebody found out that she recorded some songs that would be considered racially insensitive today. Of course, they were written 85... She did it 85 years ago. Anyway, she is, of course, now a racist. And then the Flyers, after hearing about what the Yankees did, they put out a statement uh, about Kate. And, this, and by the way, they have a statue outside their building of Kate Smith. But they uh, they released this statement, okay? Now, there's a... Sta- have you ever seen the picture of the statue or have you ever seen the statue? It's it's a nice statue of Kate Smith with her arms raised and she's singing the song. And of anyway, the Flyers this is their this is their um, release their statement. The Flyers have enjoyed a long and popular relationship with "God Bless America" as performed by the late Kate Smith. It doesn't describe it uh, completely. It's it's a total. Um, fixation, obsession, and adoration of Kate Smith that the Flyers fans have had and a huge part of their culture. Anyway, this is what they said. The Flyers have enjoyed a long and popular relationship with God Bless America as performed by the late Kate Smith, a woman who was awarded the Presidential Medal of Honor for her patriotic contributions to our nation. But in recent days, we learned that several of the songs Kate Smith performed in the 1930s include lyrics and statements that are incompatible with the values of our organization and evoke painful and unacceptable themes. The NHL principle, hockey is for everyone, quote-unquote, is at the heart of everything the Flyers stand for, said Flyers President Paul Holmgren. As a result, we cannot stand idle while material from another era gets in the way of who we are today. Now, while Kate Smith's performance of God Bless America cannot be erased from its place in Flyers history, that rendition will no longer be f- featured in our game presentations. And to ensure the sentiments stirred this week are no longer echoed, earlier today we completed the removal of the Kate Smith statue from its former location outside of our arena. Now, if she's such a bad person that we should not be remembering, why are you removing the Shouldn't the statue be just destroyed and blown? up? Just, just get rid of it. Where are you going to put it that it's not going to offend somebody? By the way, that that statement by the Flyers is called caving with a capital C or uh, gutless with a capital G, however you want to go with that. And we'll talk about that uh, that with a calmness from Philadelphia after the break. Uh, Then there's this, this one little stupid thing that I, I, it's it's very strange, but uh, we'll, we'll be seeing and hearing more about this. What is an Easter worshiper? Both Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton, and I think maybe some more um, de- Democrats or liberals, referred to the people uh, murdered by suicide bombers in Sri Lanka as Easter worshipers. I've I never heard, I never in my life, um, if it was a Christmas party, would they say Christmas worshipers? I've never heard that expression in my life. Uh, anyway, I don't know about you, but... That sounds kind of strange. And uh, is it that hard to refer to them as Christians? I don't know. Maybe there's nothing to it. I'm just telling you, I have never heard that expression, Easter worshipers. And who came up with that? And why did they both use it? And uh, both are Christians, uh, supposedly. Anyway, when we come back, we're going to talk about the evil singer of this song. Have you heard the crack of the bat, the cheers of the crowd? Have you seen the smiles on the faces of the players as they take the field? I'm not talking about the Pirates. I'm talking about what's happening in Moon Township that can only be described as a miracle. This is John Stigerwald. With the help of Pirates Charities and people like yourself, the Miracle League of Moon Township has broken ground on a brand new ball field and adaptive playground where athletes with special needs can play regardless of their ability. At miraclesinmoon.org, you can see the stunning plans for the 9,500-square-foot playground and state-of-the-art ADA-compliant restroom facility with showers, wave technology, multi-level fountains and sinks, mechanical changing tables, and more. It's incredible. Our goal? To raise the remaining funds they need to bring it home by first pitch this September. Check it out at miraclesinmoon.org slash donate and make your tax-deductible gift today. That's miraclesinmoon.org slash donate. This message paid for by Robinson Town Center, a Zamias properties entity. If you're an employer, a business owner, if you have 5 to 100 employees, listen up. The cost of doing business continues to skyrocket, strangling your HR department with more regulations, administrative duties, and liability than ever. I'm John Steigerwald. Your health plan's a big part of that cost. Another year, another 10% rate hike, another $1,000 increase on your deductible, another hospital or doctor you can't go to because they're not in the network. Isn't it time for a change? Well, stop the insanity and call Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the industry. Put an end to the annual increase. Give your employees a national network that all hospitals accept and reduce your monthly premiums by 20 to 30%. It doesn't matter when your renewal is. Marley can help today. Call 724-884-1496. Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. 724-884-1496.
3: Have you tried digital marketing but don't know if it's getting you customers? got different companies running your web design, social media marketing, and geofencing, but not sure which is working and which is a waste of your dollars. Contact us at Salem Surround, digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We can put all your digital marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports on results, and instantly move your dollars to the most effective areas of your digital marketing suite. Social marketing, geofencing, web search enhancement, event targeting, and more. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers.
4: If you take a look around your hometown, you might notice that there seems to be a mattress store on every corner, each with a different sale every weekend. Where do you start? And how do you know if you're actually getting a good value? Here at the Original Mattress Factory, what you see is what you get. You'll find our hand-built, high-quality mattresses at the same great price every day. Stop by one of our local factories
1: or stores to experience the Original Mattress Factory difference. Great beds, Noble. The gimmicks, the flashy sales, and the big markups. Mattress stores have made the mattress shopping experience confusing on purpose. Ron Trzinski started the original mattress factory to create a better way. He raised the bar on quality, offered hand-built mattresses for a fraction of the cost, and ditched the high-pressure sales tactics, all to create a better mattress buying experience for you. You could say he was the original disruptor. Stop by an Original Mattress factory store or visit us at originalmattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. You're listening to The John
0: Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, by now you've heard about the
2: stupidity in Philadelphia. Kate Smith is now not only not an icon, she is a bad person because of some songs she sang 85 years ago. Christine Flowers is a columnist for the Philadelphia Inquirer and a radio host in Philadelphia. She joins us us now, except that her call just dropped, so I'll have to tap dance for a minute. In case you missed it, um, just tuning in, I think you've heard the story that uh, Kate Smith, the icon in Philadelphia, who uh, I'm sure if you're a Penguins fan... You don't like Kate Smith for those reasons, maybe. If you're if, if you hate the Flyers, you you don't like her because she's part of their tradition. But she's a big, big, big deal in Philadelphia, and because of some songs that were uh, that she sang. Uh, and she look, she's been dead for a long time, so she hasn't she hasn't been singing for a while. So she sang these songs uh, back in the '30s, and of course, there were some lyrics in there that people didn't like. Uh, uh, people not that people didn't like that that people would uh, frown on because they are uh, deemed to be racist and of course they were sung at a time uh, in a a different time back in the 1930s so but we're now judging people uh, who lived 100 years ago based on our values today that's been going on a lot but uh, Christine uh, Flowers now joins us thanks for being here Christine
4: Hey, John. My pleasure. Sorry about that little bit of a glitch before. I think it has to do with um, some of the people in the Flyers front office. They didn't want me speaking to you today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Um, We've had John before. I always like having you on, and you wrote a column about this. Uh, uh, so, but l- l- for people here in Pittsburgh, as I said while we were trying to get you reconnected there, uh, Penguins fans know all about Kate Smith, and they probably don't like her because uh, you know she's <laughs> such a part of the team that they uh, are supposed to hate so much. So, but uh, beyond that, uh, that I mean, that's where it began this this love affair with Kate Smith in Philadelphia way back in seventy four seventy five when they uh, won the Stanley Cup. So, how is this uh, Kate Smith band playing in Philadelphia right now? I got to believe it's great for the talk show business.
4: It is. I spent almost three hours talking about it last night on my Sunday night show. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting, John. There is, I would say, from what I've been able to assess from the people in my listening audience, people in my social media circle, people who are generally just, you know, walking the streets of Philadelphia, they're outraged. They're angry. They're hurt. Um, they're, uh, they're, they're worried that this is a harbinger of things to come. If, however, you speak to the, well, if you try and speak to the front office uh, of the flyers, you will get nowhere because they have this wall of silence. They put out that one statement, uh, basically excusing themselves for taking this action, and that's basically it. I've, I've called, I've left messages, I've emailed, nothing. Um, that, that, must, that might just be a function of the fact that uh, I don't have the clout that I think I do. But they really are erecting a wall of silence. They know, they know that they have made a huge mistake. Strangely enough, the sports casters um radio sportscasters in the city of Philadelphia and some of whom actually work on the floor below mine at the radio station that I work at are 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 strangely um, cooperative, let's say, with the front office of the Flyers, they're in agreement, let's say, with the fact that oh my goodness, there is racism in society and there is Jim Crow, and we, you know, we can't have any vestige of that in the present day. And I, I think, you know, I, I have very little respect for them because I think they're really trying to hold on to their job because they have to deal with the Flyers organization. I don't. I'm not a sportscaster. That's not my bread and butter. A lot of these guys who are on sports radio in Philadelphia have to cultivate their relationships. And so I think that they are um, afraid of going up against the, uh, you know, the the guys in the front office. And it, and it angers me, John, because, listen, I don't expect sympathy from the people in Pittsburgh with respect to the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, I myself have been a Flyers fan since, we're going on over 40 years now. Um, I, was in the, uh, I was at the spectrum both years that they won the Stanley Cup, back-to-back Stanley Cup, and that was so long ago, you know, in the mists of time. But I have, I have held this great love, this, this identification with the Broad Street Bullies, and so have the vast majority of Philadelphians who are interested in hockey. And they really have been um, betrayed by people who I don't even think have an understanding of what the Flyers represent to the people of Philadelphia. These are outsiders. Um, you know, Paul Holmgren is a is manager, and, uh, you know, he obviously does have some understanding of Philadelphia, but I don't think it was his decision. It was the decision of the guys at Comcast, mm-hmm. the guys who are, you know, the, uh, the, the haunches. This suits. is what I said. Yeah, this suits. This is what I said. This is billionaire white male guilt. This is, these are guys who have been pressured into this whole hashtag me too, you know, Black Lives Matter, uh, time's up, uh, we have to be sensitive to this and that and that. And any time there is a suggestion or, uh, you know, as the French would say, Un even if it's just an idea that there might be something offensive to 1.3% of the population, they, in a knee-jerk fashion, Sort of say, oh, oh my goodness, yes, yes, yes. We, 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 um, we need to appear tolerant and woke and and um, and evolve. And so, I think that this is what they are doing. I think that they miscalculated grossly. I, I don't think that they thought that the removal of the statue would would make such a splash because, you know, granted, she has been dead for thirty years. Uh, it is, you know, her song was played numerous times. But her role as a good luck charm, many of the people who go to the Flyers games right now probably weren't even born when, you know, Kate Smith had her heyday at, with the Flyers. And some be, were even born after she passed away. But they miscalculated because the people who support the Flyers and who are always there in the stands are not taking this well. And I even said, I put on my Facebook page, I, I'm done. I'm finished with the Flyers. I am. I am... I'm disgusted. I um I had initially considered rooting for the the Penguins, but that was that was even too much for me. I too hard. I couldn't yeah. move yeah. quite that far. Yeah. So now I'm rooting for the Jersey Devil.
2: Okay. <laughs> now here's the thing, though, Christine. Um, when you mentioned the sportscasters, and I've dealt with that here uh, as a sportscaster for a long time, and and um, it never I never allowed it to um, prevent me from saying things about. The teams, good. but I did. I, I did find myself compromised because my bosses at the station, would, uh, who were carrying the preseason games and wanted to continue carrying them, for example, with the Steelers, they were um, they were very quick to defend the Steelers or prevent or try to prevent uh, some of us from saying everything we wanted to say. Let's put it that way. Um, so That's I mean, a good I know point. that they yeah. get some. They get some. You know, you want to keep your job and um, you want you, you, there's, a, there's a fine line between having guts and eating, you know, uh, and yeah, ma- making a no, car payment. Yeah, that's actually
4: a great point that you make there, and I think, I think you're probably right. I even, somebody even told me, somebody who, who knows, who has some inside knowledge of this, said that there are a lot of people in the Flyers organization that are upset mm-hmm. that they can't come out and say anything, and I would assume, I think you're right, I would assume that some of the, um, the sportscasters, are upset about this as well. But they they don't want to come no, out. I, but I, there is a...
2: Pro- I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, I I read the flyer statement on the air before we went to the commercial, before we put you on, and, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you've seen it, the actual official statement. Um, it says, Today we completed the removal of the Kate Smith statue from its former location outside of our arena. That's the last line. I would be willing to bet that the person who uh, dictated this um, statement or wrote it him or herself doesn't believe one word of it. That would be my uh, mm. that, that would be my guess. But they have they're in a no win situation, and for them to the, the, they're hiding now, as you say, that doesn't surprise me. But what they can't win, Kate, uh, Kate, <laughs> Christine, <laughs> they can't win. They, they can't. They win. can't
4: because they the, they're racist if my, they don't
2: agree with this.
4: Well, and but that. Problem, John, and this is not. That's why last night I spent so much time on it. It's not a sports story. No, this not, isn't your no. typical LeBron James or Joel Embiid or Mario Lemieux or you know they're not. They're not. Their numbers are bad. Or, no, this is anything but a sports story. This is a cultural uh, phenomenon that is very scary. That's been happening over the past few years, and I, I you know, to me. I spent. Um, I, I spent. I was going to open up with the story yesterday. I didn't because of the bombing in Sri Lanka. I mean, uh-huh. that 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 was the big story of yeah. the day and the persecution of Christians uh, worldwide. The, the Easter
2: worshippers. Yeah.
4: Oh. Oh. Yeah. Easter. I'll worshipers. get to that in a minute. It's, it's just, yeah. Um, that that's horrific. That that's absolutely. I'm. I'm sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of Ilhan Omar talking about buildings like Notre Dame as. Yeah. um architectural wonders instead right. of, and I'm a Roman Catholic, I'm a practicing Roman Catholic, and when I heard that, it just the scream that came out of me. I mean, the arrogance mm. of that woman, the arrogance of President Obama, the arrogance of Hillary Clinton, the arrogance of people. I mean, I don't mean to segue into the whole religion issue now, but... No, it but means, it's,
2: a, it's kind of tied together. It's the same, it's, yeah. it's, um, it's virtue signaling and all kinds of stuff that's yeah. going on, it's just nauseating.
4: It is. It is nauseating. That's the best word that you can use for it. That's why it's important for people in Philadelphia, and I I keep urging them to do this, to make their voices known. We probably will not get that statue back. We probably will not um, hear Kate Smith's voice again. But You know what? This better not be a story that bubbles up for a day, and then as the suits hope, it will just disappear. The, the Frank Rizzo statue controversy, which I talked to you, I think I talked to you about that in the past, that didn't just disappear. And guess what? That statue's still there. That hasn't been moved yet. The Frank Rizzo statue is still there. And they're still trying to figure out when they're going to move it. And I'm i am thinking that they're hoping that that one is actually going to die down and the people who want the statue moved aren't going to be able to do anything. Because if they tried to move that statue, John, I told you, I, I said, I'm, I, would, I would literally, I would chain myself to that statue and they would have to, you know, they would have to move me wherever they're moving that statue. Because it's it's a principle. It's not something where you can say, oh, it's just architecture or it's just a song or it's an old dead lady. It's about the sensibilities and respect that, that you owe to people who have certain value sets who are not racist, who respect Western civilization, and who understand what the heck context is. I mean, for God's sake. And one other thing that I wanted to say. Right next door to us in um, New Jersey, Rutgers University just dedicated a a pavilion to Paul Robeson. You know, Paul Robeson, beautiful baritone voice, old man river, uh, you know, and he was also a human rights activist of a sort in the United States during the 30s and the 20s, 30s, 40s, Jim Crow. Uh, he was very angry. And a black man in the United States. He's a black man, mm-hmm. um, very, very famous black right. man who also sang the same racist songs, the exact same racist songs that Kate Smith sang, but also. He went to the Soviet Union, became very good friends with Joseph Stalin, became what they call a useful idiot with the propagandizing of how great the Soviet Union was, ignored the fact that Ukrainians were being starved, ignored the fact of the gulags and the kind of man that um, Stalin was. Paul Robeson was a Marxist, and yet he is being lauded naming a pavilion after him at Rutgers University, here in New Jersey, you know, next door in New Jersey, Um, and and it boggles the mind that a woman who sang two songs, which probably she didn't even want to sing them because, you know, it was her record label or whoever it was that was managing her, she didn't go out and choose those songs, because she sang two songs out of a 3,000-song repertoire. She is deep six. I find that to be hypocrisy. I find that to be, as you great word you use, nauseating, disgusting, and for that reason, we can't let these things go. So we're, I'm trying to figure out what we're going to do to make our voices heard, rallies, boycotts of the Flyers. I tell you now, any possible thing I can do to stand up against the Flyers, I will do it. I changed my Facebook profile photo. It says, Go Devils. Um, anything and everything I can possibly do to undermine the Flyers, I will do it because I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm so outraged at the disrespect that they have shown to the people of Philadelphia.
2: And, and at what point, I only have about a minute and a half left here, um, and I'm up against a hard break, but at what point will people um, be able to, of of all races, be able to... Uh, understand that uh, you know that they should jo- uh, you know just wise up and judge icons uh, by how they lived relative to what was considered okay when they were alive, uh, and and what exactly. the, what the world was that they were born into. How long is going to take for people to figure that out? I got about thirty seconds. Sorry,
4: I I can give you an answer. It doesn't take ten seconds. Never, <laughs> never, because it doesn't it doesn't help. It doesn't help their agendas. I mean, the, the, um, what do I call them? The institutional victims. People who will consider themselves victims no matter how far they have advanced in their human trajectory. You know, don't you know that women were still victims? Hashtag me too. Hashtag time's up. Hashtag just shut hey. up about it all. You know? Yep.
2: Yeah, Christine, my time's up. Christine Flowers, thanks a lot as always. We'll have you on again. Thank you.
4: Thanks, John. Bye. All
2: right. See you. Bye. We'll be back.
5: With S. R. N. News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The Supreme Court's going to be looking at LGBT demands on whether sexual orientation and so-called gender identity fall under civil rights laws. Attorney John Burch of the Christian Legal Group Alliance Defending Freedom says changing Title VII will have grave
4: consequences. It will force businesses and schools to open spaces like showers, restrooms, and locker rooms to people of the opposite sex. It will undermine critical advancements for women by giving sports scholarships and other educational opportunities that they've earned to men who identify as women.
5: The cases will be argued in the fall, with decisions likely by June 2020 in the middle of the presidential election campaign. One of the cases involves a funeral home employee who was fired after disclosing that he intended to dress as a woman while on the job. A mixed day on Wall Street as the Dow was down by 48 points, but the Nasdaq
0: rose 17 and the S&P advanced 3. This is SRN News. Thinking about life insurance? Dennis Prager can always explain the left.
6: They accuse their foes of the Manichaean worldview of right and wrong, good and evil, black and white. It is so utterly false. Every leftist is a child. Not every liberal, every leftist. And children do not deal well with the ambiguities of life.
0: The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at noon, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3 on AM 1250. The Answer you're an insurance agent. You're also an entrepreneur looking to grow. And what better way to grow than by being your own boss? Owning your own farmer's insurance agency has been called one of the best small business opportunities in America. With a nationally respected brand, award-winning training, and your personal experienced business coach, your opportunity to grow is unlimited. No franchise fees required. Visit beafarmersagent.com and start growing. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum.
4: Are you tired of your old and drafty windows and doors? Pella offers three lines of vinyl, a fiberglass product, and various lines of wood. So we have gorgeous new windows and doors to fit your needs and any budget. You deserve Pella quality. And for a limited time, get 50% off installation and 12 months, no payments, no interest. Yeah, we can do that. Call 855-77-PELLA. We'll come to you. Pittsburgh.com.
7: Hey there, gun lovers. Here's an exciting opportunity to celebrate your Second Amendment freedoms at the number one destination for American gun owners. It only happens once a year, so don't miss out. This is your chance to claim your discounted tickets to the Concealed Carry Expo coming to Pittsburgh the weekend of May 17th through the 19th. It'll be an action-packed three-day event at the David Lawrence Convention Center you don't want to miss. Text EXPO to the number 87222 right now to lock in your discounted tickets and to learn more. It's that easy, and you'll get exclusive access to check out new guns and gear, a free live fire range, reality-based training simulator, training, and much, much more. Plus, if you register right now, you'll also get your free, responsibly armed American T-shirt made by Nine Line Apparel. It's a high-quality shirt with a limited edition design. But that ends very soon. Don't get left behind. Hurry and text EXPO to the number 87222 to get your tickets now. That's the word EXPO to the number 87222.
0: Stuck in Travis, We've got the answer.
4: On the Parkway East, that's some heavy volume inbound at Squirrel Hill. There's an accident blocking that ramp. and outbound slowing down Forbs Avenue to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Parkway West, that's some busy volume on the inbound side. Green Tree to the Fort Pitt Tunnel and outbound from 79 to Campbell's Run Road. In Etna. got a fire working. Now, this is inbound on Route 8. One lane is blocked because of that. And an accident in Homestead, 8th Avenue at Hayes Street. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson.
0: AM 1250, the answer,
3: weather. Patchy clouds for tonight, a low temperature of 51. For tomorrow, warm and breezy, intervals of clouds and sunshine. An afternoon, heavy shower, thunderstorm in spots a high of 74. For tomorrow night, a shower, thunderstorm lingering into the evening, then turning out clear late, remaining breezy with a low of 45. For Wednesday, mostly sunny skies and a high of 65. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm meteorologist Jake Soja.
0: The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer.
2: I want to spend some time now uh, on a project that AM 1250, The Answer, is involved in. You'll be hearing about it here for the next uh, uh, few months, actually. But And, and it's the uh, Miracle League of Moon Township and the construction of a Miracle League athletic field for kids with special needs. There are other Miracle League fields in this area. You're probably familiar with some of them, but uh, they're filled to capacity. And this one in Moon will be for kids from school districts like um, Montour, West Allegheny, Moon, Swickley, and schools in Beaver County and even in Weirton and Steubenville. The fields are designed to make it possible for kids with special needs to play sports. And Rocky Blyer is involved with making all this possible, and he joins us now. Rocky, how you doing?
5: Hey John, fine. I am. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, hear your voice. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> so, how did you get involved with this rock?
5: <laughs> um, Mike Magula, who uh, who is the driver behind this, and his uh, wife Christina. Um, actually, I had met Mike. He he coached my nephew in hockey. Uh, as a young hockey player in grade school and so on. And so I've known him through that, uh, from that period of time. Um, and then we stayed in touch. But ultimately, when he decided that this was going to be his next project, to be able to bring Miracle League up to Moon, uh, 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 over in, into Moon Township, um, so he called. Uh, and said, "Hey, can we can can you be involved in some nature or another?" And I said, "Yeah, I'd be happy to." So you've probably seen some of our ads that we've <laughs> we've done to at least bring attention to uh, the Miracle League, and especially that field in, in Moon. Um, and so, uh, so I've been involved, part and part. What we also bring is that uh, you know I did those <laughs> did those commercials with Jim Leland and Edgar Snyder and, and again, it was a, a basically to get people in the community aware mm-hmm. uh and also the need um and also a you know foundation of donations uh, to be able to make this a reality um so people can go to people can go to the, the, the miracle League of moon township website just to find out backgrounds of what's taken place but you know I'm also in the construction uh, um uh, business and uh uh, I have a service-disabled veteran-owned business, and so uh, it, it was a, a great avenue for us to be able to bring some of that expertise uh, from my people uh, to Mike and, and help them establish a, a, a schedule, how we're going to do this, what it needs to be done. Um, from a construction end uh, point of view and uh, donated our time and efforts to, uh, be able to bring that a reality so that uh, people know that you're getting the right, uh, kind of, uh, uh field that's done and, 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 and the best equipment uh, that's available. So we're on target. Uh, fundraising has, uh, continued. We've got, uh, some great people that have been involved with the Pirates Charities are tremendously involved. Uh, people's gas, uh, the township of moon um, is is uh, is donating uh, time and effort as well. Robert Morse is the uh, um, uh, universities involved. and so and we've got some major fundraisers uh, that uh, uh, for foundations, I should say that um, that have committed to help this project. So the project is on its way. We will be playing um, baseball this September. Uh, and, and then that's the first phase and we're continuing to build on to the second phase and that is to bring a, a playground, um, um, to the, to that area as well. So the field is universal to be able to be played, not only in baseball leagues, uh, but then ultimately in, uh, soccer, um, and, uh, other, other sports within the area in which, uh, um, everybody gets a chance to uh, compete and play, uh, and so it's a great it's a great thing to just to be involved. I'm and I'm so happy to be able to you know rather than just lending a name, but also lending some expertise um, to, um, uh, to 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 make this a reality.
2: We're talking to Rocky Blyer. He's involved in uh, getting this Miracle League of Moon Township started up. Um, uh, Sean Casey was involved uh, with uh, the former Pirate and uh, Tiger and. Uh, Cincinnati Reds uh, player he, um, he, uh, they, they built a really nice field in upper St Clair and uh, so, so why is it important for kids to be a part of a team Rocky and how does this uh, the community get involved with this? Uh, because it you know, involves the kids with special needs, but it also involves the kids who don't have special needs.
5: Well that's right you know it, it, it becomes a, becomes a place. That everybody can 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 play and be involved. That it gives kids, whether it be um, um, underprivileged kids as well as special needs kids, but everybody. And here's the theme about uh, the things that every every child, no matter what the situation, um, deserves a chance to be able to play, to compete, and have a place. You know, to be able to go that's safe. Um, that uh, takes care of needs, uh, but uh, that it's organized and, you know, it's a structure there. With this one, as you were talking about, Sean Casey in the South Hills, uh, this will be the fourth um, Miracle League uh, field that will be built. And so that now has... Now now we have now we have team competition now we've got four places to be able to travel to and go, and so the so it, it broadens the whole interest of sports and what it does for community um and the the ability to have a place like this that's 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 safe that's taken care of um that uh takes care of all family needs so if somebody's playing, there's a playground over here which kids can participate in and um i i, I think that, that it, it's 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 just terrific i mean for a community to do
2: that now um i i was reading up on this and uh there's a a buddy system that i was i thought was pretty impressive what's that all about
3: so you
5: know so the buddy the buddies the buddies the buddy system is that uh, previous with kids with special needs have a buddy could be a um it can be a, 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 a child who's in school. For instance, my daughter, who is now a sophomore in college, um, has been a buddy um, since high school. And uh, it's amazing it, it, it's that it, 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 she's involved. She's got a buddy she goes and she and, and and rather than have an adult it's like having an older an older brother or sister you know that uh that's there and um and uh is involved with you and uh and so it's like having a friend and and it's amazing what the buddy system does not only for uh for both parties um and so my daughter came back and uh, she was, uh, moved by, uh, her buddies, uh, the fact that she's giving back, but more importantly, what she learns, um, from, uh, from them. And, um, and, uh, so it's really good. So anyway, so that, uh, that obviously gave me another impetus to become involved, uh, because here's another arena for people, um, to, uh, to, to be able to be involved and to join the buddy system and, you know, and, um, and be with uh, these kids that uh, all they want to do is they want to play and uh, just be like everyone else and have a league and uh, and go out there and and, um, and be a part of it. and so that's that's basically what the buddy system
2: is and the uh, the website is miraclesinmoon.org a couple more questions here rocky uh, the you were uh disabled yourself for a while after coming back from vietnam when you came back from there does that help you relate to the struggle when you see these kids? I mean, even though some of their needs are and their disabilities are permanent, it's about accommodating them and and not letting them live a, as close to a normal life as possible.
5: Well, that's a, you know, and I think that you know, I think that we, just as a human race or as people, we've had our all ups and downs. Some of them aren't necessarily have to be physical, you know, but uh, emotionally uh, we have gone through, you know, trials and tribulations within, even in your own lives. And, uh, and so you, you can relate. Yeah, obviously mine was a physical one coming back and, uh, but it, you know, the fact is, is that, you know, in, 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 in my, my realm is that the end picture was that, okay, fine. I'm might not be able to play football, but I'm going to have a, Somewhat of a normal life, you know, but uh, those, uh, those young um, young men and women who are destined to be in a wheelchair for the rest of their lives because of some illness or uh, physical um, uh, difficulty, you know why can't they be involved why can't they play why can't they be there you know with a buddy system coming in and so yeah, I think that we've just become more aware of uh, what's out there and the needs, you know, and that everybody, you know, has human dignity of being able to participate um rather than, than be shunned aside because of a of the difficulty that they're facing or going
4: through.
2: We're talking to Rocky Blyer. He's involved with the Miracle League of Moon Township. We'll be telling you more about this uh, as the summer goes along and uh y- you can check it out at uh miraclesandmoon.org. Rocky I gotta uh ask you about something before I let you go here. <laughs> I was, thinking, I was thinking about something today. Uh, and I know you've always, you're a guy who's always had a sense of humor about your career and, uh, and the fact that you, uh, what you overcame and, uh, and all that stuff and where you came from and what a great career you had. But uh, it occurred to me today that the, the draft is coming up on Thursday. There are seven rounds in the draft. There were 17 rounds in 1968 when you were drafted, and you were picked in the 16th. So, I mean, you know, we see on ESPN now these guys sitting around waiting for the phone call. Like, what <laughs> What do you remember about that day? And, you know, the 15 rounds have gone by and nobody picked you yet.
5: Well, <laughs> well it wasn't even – so, okay. So, I'll take you back and I'll take you back 50 years in time <laughs> to um, sitting around. And, okay, okay, the draft wasn't, I mean, as big as it is now, wait. I think some last year what 23 million people watched the draft you know on television I think um, I think it was never on television No before. you you didn't <laughs> make primetime TV so, No, the who didn't make primetime TV So here's the deal so Friday was the in the night the Friday was a the the, the the first five rounds you uh-huh. know on the Saturday they quickly you know went through the next uh, five or you know and then, and then Sunday which was the end of the the draft okay so you know <laughs> you're smart enough to know and to understand all right I'm not a first pick I'm not a first right. rounder right. you know in that regards and so somewhere in the then you hear a couple of your friends who you played with, you know, got drafted and in the fifth round or the sixth round, you know, or the seventh round. And, you, you know, okay, fine. You think, oh, maybe I should be there. <laughs> well, then Sunday comes up. Okay. So so here, so Sunday, it's like, oh, uh, it's not even, it, you're not even watching it. So we go out to dinner. And I'm, I'm just going to say that there's, we're, so uh, my roommate. Um, and, and, uh, and another friend, uh, from, uh, who happened to be in Columbus, Ohio, another player. So the three of us have gone out to dinner with a family, um, uh, who lived in South Bend. So after dinner, we come back to their house and we're having, uh, gin and tonics, you know, and we're just talking and we're talking about the end of the season because the draft was in February. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was early. I mean,
6: yeah. it, was late. it was early.
5: So we were talking about we just come back at break, you know, and so we we're talking about you know, it, 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 what the, the rest of the, the semester, what are you going to do, so on, so on and so on. And then all of a sudden, uh, the 10 o'clock news came on <laughs> and then the sports and we we're just kind of talking all oh, today in the uh, NFL draft. Um, you know, several people from the area were were drafted into the National Football League, so and so from Purdue, local, you know, local yeah. guys, so and so. And oh, and uh, um, Bob uh, Rocky Blyer, uh, captain of the Notre Dame team, is drafted number sixteen uh, by the Pittsburgh Steelers, four hundred eleventh pick. I think you were something like that, <laughs> four seventeen But that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There was a pause. There was a pause in our discussion. People said, "Hey." <laughs> Congratulations. Anyway, so what do you think about this teacher? <laughs> this class, and, you know, was it blown over. So I didn't get any phone calls. There was no media there, you know, covering my uh, my reaction. So things have changed. over Yeah. The well, let me ask you,
2: um, and we only have about a minute left here. Uh, right. You were a 16th round pick. I looked at that draft, and there were only four guys uh, other than you. Uh, only only four guys. Um, right, that not it. including you, stayed lasted in the league longer than three years, and you went. You had 11, I think it was eleven years. You did, right? Yeah. So I got years. about forty-five <laughs> seconds left here. When what did you think your chances were as you were driving west or east? I'm sorry to Pittsburgh.
5: I guess I had honestly, God, I didn't even think about it. I didn't <laughs> think, uh, you know, what my chances were. It's just that I got drafted. Okay, hopefully, you know, we'll go there. We'll just see. See what happens. That's all. Just see what happens. Well,
2: but so, did you consider um, did, did it ever just, what, 16th round? Hell with that. I'm not, you know, I'm not driving. I'm never going to make the team. Why am I going there? No,
5: no, never. never. I never even thought about that. I just, uh, I was glad to be drafted uh, or have the opportunity you know, and coming to Pittsburgh and um, uh, I didn't know anything about Pittsburgh at all. <laughs> not that I would have known anything about any other team as well,
6: except right.
7: for the
5: Green Bay Packers, but I didn't, and so it was it, it was really like a shot in the dark. I'm just going, I'm going to go see what it, As a matter of fact, I had packed my car. I had packed my car. I bought my golf clubs. <laughs> and uh, honest to God, my, if it didn't work out, I was just continuing on down to Florida. I was. That was my move. I was Good coming move. here, to see what happens. And then from there, I was going to go to Florida uh, and see what... Happened up here. Well, hey, hey, and Rocky. I had no plans for the rest of my life. And it worked out okay for you. It worked out okay. There yeah.
2: Well, I remember yeah. back in 1968, and when they made that pick in the 16th round, I said that guy is going to be play on four Super Bowl teams and become a <laughs> a, a, a hero in this town. But nobody would listen to me. That's <laughs> right. I knew, Rocky. And rightly so. And rightly so. (laughs) Right. Hey, Rocky, thanks. And uh, we'll be talking to you again about this project. Appreciate you coming on to talk about
5: it. Yeah, and it's always nice to talk to you. Thank you for having me. All right, man. I appreciate it. Take it it. easy. Thanks. Rocky Blyer, and
2: we'll be right back. Have you heard the crack of the bat, the cheers of the crowd? Have you seen the smiles on the faces of the players as they take the field? I'm not talking about the Pirates. I'm talking about what's happening in Moon Township that can only be described as a miracle. This is John Stigerwald. With the help of Pirates Charities and people like yourself, the Miracle League of Moon Township has broken ground on a brand-new ball field and adaptive playground where athletes with special needs can play regardless of their ability. At miraclesinmoon.org, you can see the stunning plans for the 9,500-square-foot playground and state-of-the-art ADA-compliant restroom facility with showers, wave technology, multi-level fountains and sinks, mechanical changing tables, and more. It's incredible. Our goal? To raise the remaining funds they need to bring it home by first pitch this September. Check it out at miraclesinmoon.org slash donate and make your tax-deductible gift today. That's miraclesinmoon.org
6: slash donate. This message paid for by Robinson Town Center, a Zamias Properties Entity. Restricting free speech is restricting truth the far left has crossed a line silencing conservatives across America shadow banning on Twitter, Facebook blocked ads on YouTube, restricted searches on Google, Prager University why isn't it fully available everywhere all of these are direct attacks on our First Amendment rights. It's time for conservative America to wake up. You have a choice you can fight back with veteran led PatriotMobile.com, America's only conservative cell phone company every phone call protects your constitutional rights every bill that you pay fights for your freedom. Get the same reliable nationwide Coverage you already have, and know that your hard earned money is supporting conservative organizations like the Heritage Foundation, Prager You, an alliance defending freedom. With plans starting as low as $25 a month, why wait? Call 1 800 A Patriot. Use the word Hugh or visit patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh to waive your activation fee. We will not be silent. Join me and thousands of Americans. Switch to Patriot Mobile today and let freedom ring. Hi, we're
0: the Goo Goo Dolls.
1: Enjoy. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer.
2: Well, we uh, started the show with a theme of stupidity. I think I'll finish with this. Uh, this is Brittany Cooper. <laughs> she's a, uh, a University Rutgers University professor, okay? And uh, I don't know what she's a. She's an Associated Professor of Women's and gender, gender Studies and Africana Studies. Just get a degree in that and then complain about your wage gap. But, and pay, what, $60,000 to get it. But in an interview with NPR last week, Cooper said that the way, quote, we position ourselves in relationships to time comes out of histories of European and Western thought. In other words, white people own time. So time is racist. Time has a history, and so do black people, but we treat time as though it is timeless, as though it has always been this. This is a person teaching a class. <laughs> we, we treat time as though it is uh, timeless, as though it has always been this way, as though it doesn't have a political history bound up with the plunder of indigenous lands. I don't know. I look at my watch, okay? I don't have a watch anymore, but when I used to have one, I look at my phone for the time. And when I think when I look at the time, I, do, do I go, geez, it's uh, 5.56, but what about the indigenous people? I can't just look at my phone or my watch or the clock on the wall up there and say it's five, almost 5.57 now. But uh, I'm sorry, Brittany, but you know what we're out of right now? Time. I'll see you tomorrow.
0: Bye. The John Ball Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Drop.